the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and God the Man. The gospel that we have just heard, Jesus was defining the condition of being a disciple to him. This is the 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 main topic I want to talk to you today about how to be disciples what is discipleship to Christ in this gospel Jesus put just one condition it's a very broad one but it's a very essential for us to be disciples to him and remember that Christians was a term used for the followers of Christ but not the very, from the very beginning. The, the, the book of Acts says that the disciples were called Christians were in Antioch. So the, the term, the designation of Christians, of being Christians for the follower of Christ, was a term used later. The first term that was used to designate or to define the followers of Christ were the disciples. Which means Christianity is discipleship. So, what is the condition that Jesus put for us to be disciples? This is what he said. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and his own life, he cannot be my disciple. And whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. So, bearing the cross which can entail loving him the most. So, the very first thing, the very first thing for us to be Christians and disciples is to bear the cross. What does it mean to bear the cross? And what does it mean to be disciples? I was looking for definition of discipleship and the, the, the definition that I came across it says the process of becoming a committed follower of Jesus Christ with all the spiritual discipline and benefits which this brings. So discipleship is the process of becoming a follower of Christ, true and faithful follower of Christ. We become disciples. What does it mean to bear the cross? In again in this gospel, he Jesus said that bearing the cross means you, you deny yourself. Don't think of self-indulgence. You please yourself. I think, I, think I, I talked about that so many times that I think we are living in a culture about the self. The self. I think I, I shared with you before that the, the, about two books I found once I was at, I think O'Hare Airport. I was taking a flight and I found two books on top of each other on one of the bookstores at one of the bookstores of the, the airport. One of them is the I love me. How to love yourself and sometimes others too. And another book is about the same idea. The love yourself. So the center is Myself, 
But this is not what Christ is saying. If you want to be a disciple of Christ, he should be the center. He should be the one that around whom your life should revolve. Because he is the one who paid the price for your life. He is the one who granted your life in the very beginning and when you lost it, he came and restored it to you. But commit yourself to him. Commit yourself to him. This might entail that you bear a cross. You have a yoke. A yoke is, the yoke was like a big, a big piece of wood that we were using for the, the when there are two cattle that are, are moving to, to plow the, the, the land, the ground, when the, the people are doing agriculture, to make sure that the two cattle or two cows or two uh, bulls pulling the, 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 the machinery for plowing the, the ground, to make sure that no one is going to over, over, uh, overpass the other, so then the lines will be not, not straight lines, they put a, a big piece of wood on top of the two cows or the two bulls to make sure they will walk in parallel, both together. So it's heavy, it's a heavy thing. But Jesus said, you can take up my yoke because it's easy. It's, there is a yoke. He never said that being a Christian doesn't mean that you will not bear a yoke, bear the cross. However, it's very easy. I will give you the power. I will lift it up with you if you decided to be my disciple. When we talk about discipleship, I think that the best example and one of the great church fathers who spoke about that, you remember Ignatius of Antioch? You remember this name? When did you talk about him? Hmm? Hmm? Yeah, during the revival of St. Mary. One of the, the church, the great church fathers, we, all, we always urge you, I think we, we mentioned his name many times, and again and again we'll urge you to read his epistles. He has seven epistles. He was taken, he was a bishop of, of Antioch, in Syria, and he was taken to Rome to be martyred, to be thrown to the beasts. And on the way, because he was famous for his piety, for his Christian life, many of the congregation of the, 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 the countries or the cities where he was passing by, they went out to meet with him. And he wrote letters to their congregations. And in many of them, he focused on this idea of discipleship. And he says something very interesting. He said, I started, I only started to become a discipleship. How? By sacrificing my life for Christ, the one who died for me. This is only I started to become a disciple. I didn't become a disciple before, until the point that I, I will give all my life to him. And he said, and especially to the Romans, because he knew he was going from Antioch to Rome, from the east to the west, and Rome, his final destination where he's going to be 
given to the beast to be killed. He sent to the Romans and told them, don't try to plead with the, the, the rulers to not to, to offer me as a sacrifice for Christ. This is not the love that you should love me. If you really love me, let me be a disciple to Christ by sacrificing my life. I mean, this is the kind of discipleship he has seen. I know you might say that this complicates things. Because if this is only the way, or the, the only way to be a disciple is to be given to the beasts, this is not happening now. There is no arena, there is no such scene that they are throwing people to the beast and people would watch. There is, not, there is no such thing now. But what there is now is that we can, we can give our life to him by doing his commandments. Take it seriously. Yes, that's how we can take up our cross. That's why, what does it mean to bear the cross? I will give few things. One, we are talking about bearing the cross as a condition to be a disciple to Christ. So how can we be? One, a disciple learn. We all have, we are prepared to have a training in a certain field. As, as we always mention, that most of the people are want to be doctors. That's a, they need training to be doctors. Or any, any discipline, you need a training. You are trained to do a certain profession, to be licensed to be a physical therapist, to be a lawyer, to be uh, an accountant, to be whatever. You need a certain training. And they, they test you. They make sure that you know what you learned. They teach you. So we need to learn how to be disciples. And how to learn? We have the gospel. We have our Bible. We have the teaching of the church. We are coming here to be disciples. So if we are really willing to be disciples, we want to learn. We should have an attentive ear. Not just to a sermon of a priest, but in everything. Everything in this liturgy. The, the sermon is not the educational part of the liturgy. Everything in the liturgy is educational. We have readings. We have prayers. And these prayers, these same prayers that we are praying today made saints throughout the years and the ages and the centuries. But we need to be attentive. We need to take it seriously. We need to take it seriously. The problem is, we take things superficial. We take things lightly. Sometimes we come to church because we are, our parents are pushing us to do that. Or parents are coming because they should give a good example to their kids. But we are coming to be disciples for Christ or to Christ. We should be His disciples. That's why we are coming and learning and taking things seriously. That's why we learn how to sit in the church, how to stand in the church, how to, because we are taking it seriously. So we need to learn. Learning is the first thing. Number two. We follow the example of Christ. In many things he said, learn from me. 
even in this gospel, and, and in, I'm not not this one, but the the, the gospel of the the vespers yesterday. Of the vespers, he ended by saying, uh, "Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, and learn from me." So if learning from the liturgy, from the Bible, but following his example. That's why he said, learn from me. And he specified, what, what should we learn from him? Learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. That's a promise. That's a true promise. But you need to experience. You need to believe in it, and ask for that. If you didn't experience that, if you... You are not sure if this is true. Ask him. Ask him. And tell him, you promised, and I need from your promise. The Bible is focusing on prayers a lot. And prayers need persistence. And persistence because we really need, we are really in need, and we are sure of the giver. He is beneficent. He is the, the, the lover of mankind. He is the one who gives every good thing for his people. Because we are sure of that, we, we should ask. That's why he said, learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. So follow his example. After he washed the, the feet of his disciples, he said, did you get what, I'm, what I did? What I did is washing your feet. Even though I am the master, and I am the teacher, and I am truly is, but I, and, and I am the, the true teacher. However, you should follow my example. You do the same to each other. You wash the, the feet of each other. You serve each other. That's why if a disciple is a servant, servant is not going through the, the servant prep classes and then be a servant in the third grade. It's not just a job that you are going from a step to another, from a rank to, to the other. But every Christian is a servant everywhere. Everywhere. Number three, to be a disciple you should pass the test of bearing the cross. Are you bearing the cross for a car to be safe and to be given to the people to drive in, in safe highways? They do crash tests. They destroyed a car or some cars to make sure that the people inside will not be killed. To license a plane to fly, they, they let it pass very Severe tests to make sure that it will not fail and kill many people. So, the same for a, a disciple, to be a disciple, he needs to pass the test of going through the cross, doing the commandments, denying himself or herself. I think our problem is we want to please ourselves. We want to be happy. Why should we take the, the, the narrow gate we should go through the narrow gate the cross is the narrow gate I, I think that going with God or following God is think of this image 
It's a gate, but the gate is the cross. If we are able to go through it, then we are disciples. If we take the other paths, which are wide open, they are wide open. And, and by the way, God gives us, gives us the freedom. The last, the last uh, uh, chapter of the Bible, it says, whoever wants to be uh, defiled, he can be defiled. Whoever wants to be unjust, he can be unjust. So, the, the, the way of evil is op- the wide open. But also, the way of holiness is open to the people who want to be disciples. Who want to be, who wants to be a disciple should get from the narrow gate, from the cross. We should do the commandments. So if you want to be a disciple, do the commandments. By learning, by following his example, by going through the test of bearing the cross and doing the commandments, not pleasing yourself and, and giving yourself whatever you need, but, give, but do whatever God is asking from you. And that's how you become a disciple. And again, we have the saints. As I mentioned, one like Saint Ignatius and all the saints. Today the synaxarium was too long. Because we mentioned many examples of people who bore the cross. This is what we are called for. We should take it seriously. We, we need to, not to take these words lightly. We need to really follow the commandments of God. And the last thing I want to say. If this is not easy, but we, have, we are equipped we are equipped by the Holy, the, the, the Holy Spirit. We are equipped by the sacraments. He didn't ask us of very tough commandments without giving the power to do them. The only thing we need is, I decide to be a disciple. And if, I, if I decided, I will ask for his power and I will be given. That's why he said, ask and you will be given. Seek and you will, you will have. That's why we have the power. We are equipped, but we need to put our armies. And glory be to God forever. Amen.